You're watching My Fellow Americans with your host, Spike Cohen. Hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to My Fellow Americans. Welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me. Thank you. Welcome to my fellow Americans. I am literally Spike Cohen. This is Wednesday, September the 19th of the current year. And what a blessing, what a mitzvah that you and everyone else watching this have joined me, Spike Cohen, on my fellow Americans. I'm going to be stretching stuff out because I have not prepared for this show at all. Um, let's see. what uh, The intro and outro music that I use for this and every episode of my fellow Americans is from my good friend Joe Davi. Be sure to check out his music on Facebook. SoundCloud, he's on Bandcamp, uh, I think he's on Instagram, check him out, Joe Davi, J-O-D-A-V-I, uh, thank you to Muddied Waters Media, uh, as always, for giving me this opportunity to have this show and to share it with you, thank you to my good, my new friends at Zephyr Hills Water Company, from the beautiful Crystal Springs of Pasco County, I discovered this water while we were in uh, Florida, um, evacuating Hurricane Florence, and I love it. It's good water. I'm told that Pasco County is where a lot of meth is made, which would explain explain why I like this water. So thank you for this water, which I will be drinking from now on. Hmm. Beautiful, beautiful water. What else? Shout out to Tehran Turks' mom and him as always. And a yum tov to all of my Jewish friends celebrating Yom Kippur this week. Yum tov. Um, this is when I would usually introduce a guest. And instead, I'm not going to do that. And there's a good, there's a good reason for that. I don't have a guest. I was busy fleeing for my life and my family's life from uh, Hurricane Florence, uh, which was uh, has dropped record levels of water all over the East Coast. Record levels. I could have died, and uh, I didn't. And I'm safe, and all my stuff is safe. My family's safe too. We're all safe. But uh, in fleeing for our very lives. Um, I forgot to uh, book a guest or like, read the news, plan really anything at all. Uh, so it's just me and you here, me and all of my millions of viewers here at my fellow Americans. And so in a very passive aggressive way, I'm going to try to make this your fault, America. And, uh, instead what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit here and eat my dinner that I made for myself. 
this beautiful dinner of fish. It's salmon and rice and cabbage. Uh, there's a lot of turmeric on it, which is why it's yellow. I'm going to be eating that, and I'm going to be venting. Uh, I'm going to be venting for no reason. And uh, if anyone has any questions, feel free to ask them, and I will answer them to the best of my ability or share your opinions. I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Um, and, uh, oh, social media. Go right now onto the Google and type in Muddied Waters of Freedom. And our Facebook page is going to come up, and our website's going to come up, and our YouTube's going to come up, and our SoundCloud's going to come up. I need you to, to like, follow, and subscribe to all of those things, because the last thing I want, the last thing you want, frankly, is for you to miss even a single moment from my fellow Americans, or the Muddied Waters of Freedom, or the Writer's Block, or any of the other wonderful programming on Muddied Waters Media. I would hate for that to happen. I'd hate for that for you. Not for me, for you. I'm going to do it regardless. We're not getting paid for this. So you do it, you don't do it. Frankly, this is for you, and you're welcome. So go do that. Um, I don't know what else. I usually, do I have other intro stuff that I normally say? I don't, I don't remember now what I normally say. Usually I'm talking to someone by now. So I don't know. So here's an interesting thing. I put up a poll. This is this is current events. This is how little I followed the news. I put up a poll earlier this week to settle a, to settle a, a not an argument but a debate, a spirited debate that my wife and I were having as to which one of us talks more. And so I put up the poll, and I put up very specific rules on the poll. Very specific in my rules on what qualified as a legitimate vote. Because anyway, I have like 2,000 Facebook friends, the vast majority of which have not met me or my wife. And all, the vast, vast majority of which have never talked to my wife. Which means you can't, you can't vote. There's no way for you to, to, to honestly be able to vote which one of, of us talks more, me or, or my wife, obviously her. And, and vote you did anyway, America. And so I, I specifically put in there, I said, if... You, if you haven't met me or my wife, or at least don't know our names, then don't vote. I am currently running away with the vote, the popular vote, which doesn't count. We have a system for a reason, folks. I'm running away with the popular vote, and most of them are people that have not talked to me in person, have not met me or my wife, and does, do not know my wife's name. And so we came up with a criteria this superdelegate says, exactly. Erica Rodriguez, ladies and gentlemen, is a superdelegate. She has maxed out on all the points that can be given out. She's a superdelegate, and her vote counts as much as any vote could count. And most of those other votes don't count. And so people are about to learn. When the polls close, and my wife wins, even with a, a much smaller vote count, popular vote count, this will be a powerful lesson about the process, about why we have a process and why it works. Okay, so... Here's the, here's the criteria that we came up with. My wife and I came up with this criteria. The delegate criteria for this, this poll. First of all, if you have not met us, and if you and, and this is real. I, we really made this. Can you see that? Yeah, look, that's real. She wrote this. My wife wrote this. How dare you say I talk more? I'm not even going to talk. Let me tell you what this thing says. Met us uh, and or knows, if you haven't met us, or at least know both of our names. You don't get a vote, period. I don't care. No voting. Your vote, you are now facing deportation for illegal voting. And frankly, it's your fault. Um, let's see. Uh, so that that even that's what even lets you count in the first place. Otherwise, you don't count. All those, oh, Spike talks more. You've never met my wife. How do you know that? You know this based on what? You don't know. Uh, you get an extra vote if your vote counts for one more additional vote if you have both of our phone numbers. Uh, you have, if you get another vote, if you have talked with both of us, both of us extensively, that's three votes. You get two more votes, making you a super delegate if you have stayed with us. And we also put the exceptions can be negotiated and unanimously agreed upon between the two of us, which there have been some exceptions. But for the most part, most of y'all had no business voting. And frankly, I'm, I'm outraged because we have a system and if you're not going to keep the integrity of the system, then don't say you love America because you don't. And 
Erica Rodriguez is a perfect example of a superdelegate. She has all of these, okay? One makes you a basic voter. You are a basic voter. Two makes you, a, I think, a silver voter. Three makes you a gold voter. The rare four, a couple of fours we negotiated, even though you can't really get four with this point system, but we negotiated a few fours, makes you a rare gold voter. And if you get all five of these points, you, like Erica Rodriguez, are a superdelegate. Most of y'all are zero, which means you're going to get, possibly face some kind of punishment for this. You know, we'll figure that out. But, so that's all I had to talk about. So, let's see if there are any actual questions. Because if there's not, I'm just going to be eating. LOL. Hey, thanks. I've met you both. I know both your names. I have your numbers. Yeah, see, exactly. Erica Rodriguez, who is the most American American in America, respects our process respects the integrity and the sanctity of her civic duty as a voter and took it seriously. And most of y'all didn't. And that's on you. That's on you. By the way, I don't know if you noticed this. I've been a refugee for a week and I felt like I should get the beard, refugee beard, have a nice refugee beard. So I've got my beard growing and I'm definitely going to be shaving it soon because my wife is losing her mind. She does not like the beard. Uh, And also we're going to a wedding and if I went to a wedding with a full-on ungroomed beard, then I'd also then be going to a divorce right after that. But I just want to say something. To those of you who dared to vote for me, I don't care if you know me or not now. I'm not even just talking about the illegal voters now. I'm talking about people who had the gall, the utter gall to vote for me, Spike Cohen, and say, I talk a lot. I don't talk a lot. I barely talk at all. I don't have nothing to say. I'm not talking. I'm not even going to talk. I don't even talk. What am I? I'm not going to say anything. Let me tell you something. My wife, my wife talks a lot. Y'all don't even know. She can't even be on Facebook because she's talking right now. I guarantee you she's talking right now. Erica will tell you. Erica, Erica hopefully is still here. Who loves, Erica who loves America will tell you that, hey, thanks, Mark. Uh, You look good too. Erica will tell you, my wife will talk you until you are sleeping. I won't do that. If you say, hey, I'm getting tired, I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'll talk to you tomorrow then. Or I'll let you talk to me because I don't really talk that much. I don't talk like that. But I'll tell you something. I'm going to eat because I don't talk. I don't talk like that. I don't talk. And uh, yeah, thank you. I'll, I will let Russell know. I don't talk. I, I'm, I'm busy eating. I, I, can't, I can't talk. You don't talk while you eat. Hmm. I cook my salmon in an air fryer. Okay. No grease. No grease, no oil. You put the salmon in there. A little bit of lemon. Actually, I use, uh, I've been using lime, lime juice because I'm fancy. Key lime juice. A little bit of turmeric. A little bit of uh, rosemary. A little bit of fennel. Fennel, yeah. A little bit of sage. Uh, what else do I put in there? Oh, um, cracked black peppercorn. Actually, multicolored peppercorn. Uh, and some kosher sea salt, or kosher salt, sea salt. The rocky salt, not the not the little fine salt, the rocky salt. I put some of that in there. I put it in the air fryer for roughly 15 minutes. That salmon comes out so good. I don't even like fish. And I'm eating salmon almost every day because of how good the salmon is in that air fryer. So go out and get an air fryer. But I don't talk a lot. I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not going to tell you about the, 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 yeah, she'll keep talking. Even when you're sleeping, she will continue talking. And you wake up and she's like, still talking. Me? You're like, oh, Spike, you know, I know I like that we're talking, but I'm tired. I'm like, you know what? I'm probably tired too. I get tired a lot. I have MS, so I get tired a lot. So, you know, I'm probably tired before you. I can't talk you to sleep. I'm sleeping. I mean, look at right now. Am I talking a lot? No, I don't have any, what do I have to say? I don't have anything to say. I don't have anything to say to you. I have nothing to say to any of you people. I am bold for your beautiful wife because when I met you guys, she always talked to everyone in the room. Exactly. She talks to everyone. I will talk to, thank you, Maritza. I talk to, I'm like, hey, this person and this person. My wife talks to everybody. She's uh, loquacious, as she likes to say, because she's fancy. She's fancy. She's also fancy. We're going to do a fancy poll after this, and she's definitely going to run away with that. And if anyone votes for me, you're a damn lie. I'll tell you that right now. Because anyone who thinks that I am fancier than my wife, my wife is fancy. 
Okay? She's doing this right now. I don't care what she's doing. Her pinky's up. Because she's fancy. And she's talking. Not me, though. I don't talk. I don't talk like that. I don't really talk to people. Antoine. Antoine voted. What's my wife's name, Antoine? But I talk more. You know I talk more. You don't you never met my wife, but I talk more. Whatever. I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter. Let me tell you something. Let me, I wanna, I'm going to pivot back to this storm. Because I'm sure some of you are thinking... Why didn't Spike, Spike had a, a, over a week, he didn't have an episode last week because he was fleeing the, beginning to flee the storm. And he's been sitting in beautiful, sunny Jacksonville, Florida for a week. Why didn't he, why didn't he book a, anything or like read the news so that he could talk about something intelligently on his TV show that he has every week that he knows he has every week? Why wouldn't he do that? Let me tell you something. I could have died. There was literally a storm. At one point, it was a Category 4 storm. I could be dead right now. Then what would you... Would you, would you be worried about my own Spike? I didn't prepare for... Is that, is that what you'd be saying right now? You hear Spike Cohen, RIP, and a picture of me like floating next to a, a, a you know rooftop. And you'd say what? I wonder if he had a guest for next week, right? Is that what you'd be saying? I could be dead. I have MS. I could have died. That's called a comorbidity. There was a, a, a hurricane and I have MS. I could have died of MS in a hurricane and you're worried about my guest. Or I don't have a guest. You're worried about the fact that I don't have a guest. And you do that while you vote to say that I talk more than my wife. Even though you don't know her. And this is my fault. That's what you're trying to say, that this is my fault. Erica has pictures of me. This is a picture of me not being fancy right now. Thank you, Erica. Sydney, I speak. But, But Sydney, not as much as my wife, though. Sydney, be honest. My my wife talks more than me. That's that's the honesty, right? That's the truth. The truth. Let's be true. Tell the truth. Erica Rodriguez, ladies and gentlemen, is here to tell you the truth, which is that my wife talks more than me. And I'm going to go back to the hurricane for a second. Yeah, it was sunny in Jacksonville. It was beautiful. It was like 93 degrees every day. Really humid. I wasn't ready for that, but it was nice. It was pretty. Got a little bit of sun. It, it might not have been that way. If that sucker had gone tracked south... I could be dead. I could literally have suffered some kind of hurricane-related MS uh, complication. And then what? Exactly. Make my, I, I, I rest my case. Any minute now. But you talk more. I do not talk more. This is this isn't fair, Sydney. This isn't Sydney. You're gonna come down, and spend some more time with us. I'm not gonna say a thing. I'm not even gonna talk. I'm just gonna sit there, and you and my wife can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. And you'll ask me, like, what do you think? So I come, you know, I don't really talk like that because I don't. I don't really. I'm not a talker. I don't talk. I don't really have much to say. I don't have a lot of. You know, people ask me stuff, and I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. I'm like, it's cool. It's cool. It's whatever. I'm not. You know, I don't have nothing. I have nothing to say about that. Perfect example, this episode. I have nothing to tell you. I have nothing to say to you. Well, I, no, I do have one thing to say to you. It is a it is a, a Yom Kippur blessing, a miracle of Yom Kippur on this new year, 5779. That's how long the Jews have been around. Nearly 6,000 years just shy of 5,800 years. It is a blessing on this time that this hurricane, that I'm not a goner from this hurricane. That's what I want to say to you. Absolutely deadly storm. I think I think 15 people died or something just in the one state. In our state right now, floodwaters are rising all across our highways. And uh, I was told by no less than a volunteer firefighter today. Volunteer, he's doing it for him, for you. He's not doing it for money. 
or a pension. He's just doing it because he cares about, about us. And I'll tell you what he said. He said that the waters are rising, and by the time this is all done, Ori County, which is the county that Myrtle Beach is in, will be five different islands, and that that could continue for up to three weeks. That's what he's hearing from his FEMA people, and he has FEMA people. Do you have FEMA people? I don't have any FEMA people. Who, if someone has FEMA people, please, please share the FEMA people that you have now. Exactly. So I guess we'll have to go with what he said. And yet you're wondering why I don't have a guest. I was busy making sure I didn't die. See if there are any questions here. Let me get some questions. AWP will ask a question about the stuffed animal in the corner. Why is it there? And I'm just like, hey, nice animal. Nice, nice stuffed animal. It's biblical. It is biblical. Which is biblical? Are we talking about the storm's biblical or Yom Kippur's biblical? Because technically, those are both correct. Really, everything I talk about is biblical. Most of the things that I talk about are confirmed in Scripture. I was really expecting someone to ask a question at this point. 30 plus deaths. There's 30 plus deaths in this storm. And the storm's not done yet. Well, I mean, it. It's the clouds are still in, like, New Brunswick. So you don't know what could happen there. You worried about my guest? My guest is the storm that tried to murder me in my sleep. That's my guest. Really was expecting a question at this point. So instead, you know what I'm going to do? Because I haven't. This is this show. This is this show is your fault. Um, let's look at the news. Since no one wants to, no one wants to acknowledge my imminent safety problem that I dealt with for the better part of a week. You know, week. Imagine a week of not knowing if you're going to die or not. But why don't I have a guest? Okay, that's fair. That's fair, America. I somehow find it hard to believe. You believe it. You're only saying that because we talked for four hours straight to Juan. But that's a skewed... Because if, if you had been on my wife's show that she doesn't have, you would have talked for four and a half hours. Okay, let me tell you that. And, uh... I don't really talk that much. I don't talk like that. You need to understand, after our episode, when we talked for roughly four hours. I then didn't say a single word for like 48 hours after that. People like, Spike, what's going on? I'm like, mm. So don't tell me I talk more than my wife. Chloe Moore. Chloe Moore tried to vote for me, but she respected the process. See, these are people that care about America. They care about our sacred institutions. They care. There's something that it actually matters to them. So if you're going to vote in something, you know, get registered and vote the right way. Vote the legal way. If you're going to be a part of this poll, do it the legal way. Because my ancestors, when they took part in Facebook polls, they went through the legal process, guys. Okay? They went through the legal process. Let's see what this is. Yeah, exactly. It's all biblical. How did you reply to yourself? You pressed the reply button. I mean, I could tell you more, but I don't talk like that. All right, let's look at the news. If if you're watching the show for the first time, I usually have a guest and we and I I've usually prepared myself, but I didn't because I was busy not dying during a hurricane. You know, I could have I could have I could have you know what I could have done? I could have said, "Hey, you know what? This storm just happened." A named storm. They've only named six storms so far. Or no, actually, I don't know, because that was Irene, I think. They've named less than a dozen storms so far this year. All the storms that are going on, they chose to name this one. 
and it came right at me. It beelined to my zip code. And yet here I am giving you the best quality show. This is in HD. This is in, it's being recorded in 1080p. It's, it's, it's streaming to you in 720p. Okay, this is quality stuff I'm doing. I have LED lighting to make sure that you're getting the full Spike Cohen experience. I am talking to you, which I some I don't really do. I don't talk like that. And I'm doing this for you. And you want to talk about the quality of my show? Not dying is good. Not dying is amazing. I couldn't tell you what dying is like because I'm here. But I'll tell you something else. Really waiting for one of you to ask a question. I don't care. You know what? I don't care. I don't care if you ask a question or not. I'm going to just talk. I'm going to eat my fish. I'm going to eat my fish, and I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk and eat my fish. In fact, I'm not even going to talk, because I don't talk. I don't talk like that. Let's see what's in the news. Accuser's schoolmate says she recalls hearing of alleged Kavanaugh incident. Well, you know, I don't really have anything to say about that, because I don't talk like that. I don't talk. Let's see. We'll watch later. I don't know what you're going to watch because I don't really talk like that. What, what was your que- What was your question? I asked a question and you ignored me. There were three. They only want. There were only three. Me. Only one you could hear in this house. That's not a question. It's a statement of fact. You did not have your ID. How did I reply to myself? Was that the question? What was your question? When will you come visit me again? That's a nice question. What a nice question. Um, Hopefully soon. I'd like to come up there. By the end of the year? That would be nice. You can come down here too. You're allowed to come here. So hopefully I can come up soon. That would be nice. Brian Wolf. Thank you, Brian. Let's talk, let's talk about Candace Owens for a minute. Since y'all think I talk a lot. Hmm. Air fryer, get an air fryer. Let me talk about Candace Owens. <clears throat> we here at the Muddied Wa- or Muddy Waters Media and uh, also my fellow Americans, we believe that Matt Wright, the owner and leader of Muddied Waters Media, is perfectly suited to meet all of the needs in a mate that Candace Owens has. Her All of her needs, her physical needs, her spiritual needs, her psychological needs, her romantic needs, her whatever other needs she might have. She want to go out to eat? He'll take her out to eat. Matt's a good guy. And so we have started this hashtag campaign, hashtag Matandis, because we believe that Candace Owens, we hope that Candace Owens gives Matt just that one chance, just that one date. Because I think that one date, that one date will go on forever. If I could sing, I would sing, I had the time of my life, but I can't sing. If my wife were here, she could sing it, but she's busy probably talking. I don't talk. Not me, though, as I don't talk. And so we are hoping to get some... Going to NB means I can almost... Well, not now. Now you'd be okay. You would be okay if you came here now. You go to New Brunswick now, you could almost die. But right now, Myrtle Beach is as safe as uh, as Myrtle Beach has ever been. Which, sadly, is not very safe. What was I talking about? Matt, Candace Owens. Candace Owens, my wife, who was talking to me, believe it or not, uh, she told me she believes that uh, Charlie Kirk, that she's dating Charlie Kirk. Let me tell you something. I don't know Charlie Kirk. But I know Matt Wright. But I don't know Charlie Kirk. The thing that happened when Candace went Candace Owens went to the whatever it was, the store, the restaurant, and all the Antifa people were screaming at her. And Charlie Kirk just stood there with a 
That's not the tolerant left. He just stood there like a schmuck. I don't dislike Charlie Kirk. I dislike a lack of chivalry. Matt Wright, they wouldn't have gone that way. Matt Wright will punch um, a stranger for Candace Owens. So, if only for that reason, I think that Candace should give Matt a chance. Hashtag Matandis. Well, we're not going to go to the city of Myrtle Beach. You can swear. That's a, that's a, first of all, it's going to get struck down. Myrtle Beach has a rule that says you can't swear in the city of Myrtle Beach. Which is going to get struck down because you can't say an entire city that you can't swear. But we don't go in the city. I've never taken you. Erica, I've never taken you to the city. I've never taken you to the actual city limits. When we're in Myrtle Beach, we're in the unincorporated part. Or we're in North Myrtle Beach. And you can swear there. Sherry said, exactly. Let me tell you something, Sydney. Thank you for your intellectual honesty here. And thank you, Sherry, for your input as well. Sherry, Sherry knows. Sherry, if she voted, would get four points. No, three points. She'd get three points. Four points? We might negotiate her to be four points. She would be a minimum of a three-point voter. Sydney, I don't... Do you know my wife's number? Because you might just be a two-pointer. Well, at any rate... At any rate, my wife definitely talks more than me. And the vote count, the true vote count, not the not the the popular vote. Oh, Spike won the popular vote. It means nothing. Ask Hillary Clinton about the popular vote. That's what the popular vote means in this country. Absolutely nothing. And God bless the system. Because the reality is, if you look at the point system that my wife and I created as the rules committee for this for this vote, she's running away with the thing. She's got like 78 points or some ridiculous thing. And I've got like 12, 15 something. Or 20. I got 20. But because people know. People absolutely know. That's why I need one dance. Got the Hennessy in my hand. Exactly. I don't know what that means. I was, I'm not going to say I was offended when people said that I talk more than my wife. But it, I felt offense I felt offense I will say that that is something I will say to you because I don't talk like that I go places people are like Spike what do you think about the news and I'm like "Eh." Eh." I don't really talk my wife she'll tell you she'll tell you and uh, I already know what you're thinking. You're sitting there with your smug face. Yeah, but you have a show where you talk. You have a talk show, so of course you talk more. This is the only time I talk. All day long, I just walk around like... "Mm -hmm." Mm -hmm." Then I come on this show, and I talk for like an hour, hour and a half, two hours, however long I end up talking. And it pains me. I am pained right now. I am pained to talk to you, America. This isn't what I want to do. I don't do this for me. This is a mitzvah for you, for Yom Kippur. See a comment. Someone's going to ask a question. What does that mean? I don't know specifically what you're asking, what that means. But if you ask specifics, I will tell you what it means. Even though I don't really talk like that. Because I am willing to talk now. You have me here. The microphone's here. I will talk. I don't usually talk, but I will talk. I will talk. My, uh... Do I want to say that? No. I don't talk. See, it's just then. There was something I decided not to say because I don't talk like that. I don't really talk. There's a lot of stuff I don't say. I'm, uh... I'm like a, a stoic... Like the, like the, the, the character in, uh... It's the, the Clint Eastwood character in the movie where um, where they killed him. And so he came back and avenged. The whole town watched him die. So he came back and ruined the town. And he only had like 12 words that he said in the whole movie. That's me. I mean, I wouldn't destroy my town. I just am quiet like that. 
it's probably a better example I can give, but I'm very, I don't, you know, like a monk. I guess a monk, like a Jewish monk, like a Jew monk. And I come in and I just, Spike, how are you? That's me. See what's going on. I can't breathe. Well, I... What do you think about the status of... I'm being asked. The dance, Hennessy, what does all that mean? I have no idea. You'll have to ask Timon. It's a Drake song. See, I don't really listen to Drake like that. I like a couple of his songs. I'm not a big Drake. So you'll have to inbox Timon and he can explain that. The whole Drake. Because I don't know. I'm not... See, I don't, I don't, I don't talk and I don't... I don't know Drake. I could do a poll. Who knows more about Drake, me or my wife, and you'd probably all vote for me because nothing matters anymore. Nothing matters to any of you people. What is it? What do you think about the status of sweatshops in China from the muddied waters of freedom? I wonder who's asking me that. Who could that be? Well, the muddied waters of freedom. Let me tell you something about sweatshops. I don't really talk like that. I'm sure there are many things to say about sweatshops, but I keep stuff to myself. I'm, I, you know, I keep, I keeps it, I keeps it, I keeps it, I keeps it quiet. I just sit here and eat my dinner. I just sit here and eat my fish and cabbage and and uh, rice. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. I don't really talk like that. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a big, not a big like, ooh, you know, talk. People bring me over and, you know, I talk a lot to them. I'm not like that. I don't do that. When I come, when I go places, it's pretty much just, you know, I, you know, I observe. I'm an observer is what I am. And I go, I should have gotten a knife. I'm having a hard time forking this, this fish. I'm going to have to get a knife next time. I guess that's going to have to stay there. Guess not. I'm not having that fish right now. Let me tell you something. I forgot what I was just talking about. Sweatshops. Let me tell you something about sweatshops. I don't really talk like that. I don't have much to say. You know, like, it's whatever. It's whatever. So, which is better, salsa or bruschetta? This is something, even though I don't talk, I have an opinion about this. And so I need to say something about this. I like salsa and bachata. Um, Salsa... I think I like dancing salsa more because you can do a lot more with it and it's a lot more uh you can show off like all your different skills and things like that see that's the thing for people that don't know I'm a, I'm a big latin dancer so I don't really talk like that I'm not a big talker what I like to do not talk I like to, to latin dance and uh and so I do salsa um bachata you know maybe if I were single I'd like bachata more but a lot of the bachata they're doing right now I don't feel comfortable doing that with someone that's not my wife. And so, I tend to find that I lean more towards the salsa. And I really do get out there in salsa, because I don't sit there and talk, because I'm not a big talker, I don't talk like that. I don't like to talk. Let's see some other questions. It's a song by Drake. Oh, yeah. So if we played that song for Candace Owens, you think that would work? Why do you eat your food like you've been in prison? Exactly. Ha! <laughs> oh, someone who doesn't talk had something to say. What was that? Huh? Okay. What do you? I don't even know what that means. How does someone eat food like they're in prison? You do. What does that even mean? Like like I'm eating like someone's gonna sodomize loudly. me. I don't. What is that? What does that mean? Chew very loudly, very loudly. Is that what they do in prison? They chew loudly. I don't know. I've never been to prison. 
Well, then how do you know that that's what she means? Erica, are you saying... Because now I'm going to have to do another poll about whether we chewed loudly or not. Which one of us chews? Well, I would win that one. If, if, if there's... Come and steal your food. I bet you that happens a lot in prison. People might come and steal my food. Who? No one wants your food. I didn't ask you how much longer. My food is good. Is good. I have good food. This is a blackberry. You don't like blackberries? You've taken my blackberries. See, she came in to talk to me because I don't really talk. I want to make sure I was talking. What do teens do people in Myrtle Beach root for? So we have the Panthers. But they might not see it. If they've double tapped and they don't see the comment. Taman Steven Pearson has asked, What teams do people in Myrtle Beach root for? Like, are there pro clubs? Or is it like Friday Night Lights where everybody watches high school stuff? Well, Taman, let me tell you. Sorry, I had to eat that. You may not have heard it because I chew quietly. Um, there's the, the Carolina Panthers. We don't have any like actual pro teams in Myrtle Beach. It's a very small, relatively small town. We have a double A team called the uh, the Pelicans. I get some of that, and then Coastal Carolina has the Chanticleers, which I think they won the World Series, College World Series, like a year or two ago. And then from there, it's mostly we have a bunch of people that move from other places, and they're all you know Steelers fans or. Bears fans, or get a lot of Yankees fans. We get a lot of Red Sox, Patriots. Got a lot of Patriots fans, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm 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 a bandwagon. I know I'm I'm a reverse band. I I I root for who I'm pretty sure is going to lose. Is how I personally. That's my personal ethos. The way you scoop up your food with a fork. You shovel it. No, no, no. I don't yeah, shovel. Yes. No, I don't. No, no, Very no. True. No, no. Very let me. True. No, let me. Look Look at the pinky. Pinky is out. And I'm going, oh, look. Oh, see, I don't have a. This is what it is. I don't have a table. I'm sitting in a recliner with a laptop. So I have to kind of do like this. You never eat at a so table. I can, that was very dainty how I did that. I'm a dainty eater. I don't talk and I'm and I don't eat rough. I'm not a rough eater. I'm a dainty eater. Liar. <laughs> you know, let me tell you something. This isn't helping your poll numbers, okay? Sweetheart. This food looks good. It's amazing food. Let me tell you what this is. Oh my lord. Let me tell you what this is. This is air fried. Question. What's your question? My 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 food. This is salmon, in an, from an air fryer, and it's yellow. Man, it's really yellow in that picture. It's salmon. Look, ooh, man, it's yellow. Goodness, it's not really that yellow, but it looks yellow in the thing. And then I have I have uh, uh, rice with cabbage, and it's delicious. It's delicious. This has uh, turmeric, and no, I already said all that. Yeah, I already told you, and I'm not going to repeat myself because I don't talk like that. Um, so that's what I'm eating there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys commented a lot. Stillers. Stillers, exactly. Coastal Carolina. Sherry said you should say Ravens. We moved, Sydney, we moved from Baltimore, fled, if you will, when I was like five. So I don't really, you know, Orioles, Ravens. We fled. Like how we fled from this hurricane. What is your question, madam? What is your question? Person who doesn't talk very often. What what would you like to... Talks less than you. Who talks... Less does, than you. Oh. Well, what would you like to say in very few words? Beautiful lady. What's your question? What would you like to say to Come me? On. America's listening. You don't have a question? Yeah, I do. America wants to know what your question is. You mean your followers want to know? Who are American? Yeah. There's none of my friends on there? 
Erica's on you. Erica's not Canadian. I meant Canadian friends. Oh, uh, um, uh, Tara's on. Tara, Tara. Cro- Croxon, you guys are funny. Please tell Tasha hello from Tara. Hey, Tara. Hey, Tara. <laughs> I am not scooping up the salmon. That is a lie. Okay. Well, tell her to get off and not listen to my husband. I would never tell someone that. And kiss the babies for me. I would tell it kiss the babies, but yeah. stay on the show while you kiss the babies. What is your question to me? Who do you think is going to win the fight with between McGregor and Khabib? That's my question. Oh, is Khabib that Russian guy who's yes. him? That's all. That's my only question. That's who's going to win. Well, tell the people why. Your philosophy. Why. Khabib. That's his name, Khabib. Let me tell you about Khabib. Khabib Habalish Shamaka. You know, it's like something. something. Here's why Khabib's going to beat McGregor. McGregor fights well. He's a good fighter. Khabib, every fight that he has looks like he is successfully murdering the person and the ref jumps in just before he's able to actually kill the person. And so it's more, you know, watching McGregor fight, it's like watching a really good fighter fight, you know, someone who's probably also a good fighter, but he's better. Watching Khabib fight is like watching a bear maul someone to death. He did fight a bear when he was seven. Well, there you go. He fights like a bear. The man fights like a bear. I say he wins. Also, he's Russian, which means he's all doped up. They'll find out six years later, and then, he, you know, he'll have to anonymously fight. You know, he can't fight under the Russian flag. We'll just call him... The guy from Russia, but not he's not Russian, like the Olympics did, which was a travesty. That was a travesty. Khabib's definitely going to win, and I I pray for McGregor's safety. McGregor is in as much physical risk of harm in this fight as I was fleeing from Hurricane Florence, (laughs) and you were as well. And yet I shepherded, I shepherded us to the safety and comfort of beautiful Jacksonville, Florida, saying almost nothing because I'm a stoic man of few words. Mm. Who believes him? Everyone here is commenting. Let me see. I believe Spike. I believe so. All these comments are just people who believe me. YouTube the video could be wrestling a bear when he was like eight. Not joking. Yeah, see, my, that's my what my wife what my wife was just saying because she never talks. Um, is that uh, is that he wrestled a bear? Hi, I love you. So <laughs> exactly, I must be high. I haven't been high in twelve years. You know what I'm high on? Beautiful Zephyr Hills water. From the coastal, the Crystal Springs of Pasco County, Florida, or from Cypress Spring in Washington County, Florida, or from Blue Spring in Madison County, Florida, or from what? They don't know where the water came from. There's like 15 different places this water could have come from. And or Spring of Life. I hope it's a Spring of Life. This feels like this came from the Spring of Life. It's good water. I used to drink, and I have this here just in case, Kroger Purified Water from the Kroger Company. But uh, Zephyr Hills is way better. Did you remember to promote Paisley? Oh, Paisley. I'm going to put in the show notes a link. We've been fostering a uh, a dog named Paisley who has a, a, an illness called megasophagus, which basically means that she can't... Uh, she can't swallow right. And so there's all this stuff that my wife has to do to, to basically make sure she's getting enough food to live. She has uh, blossomed from a tiny little three-pound puppy that almost died to a 25-pound terrorist monster that uh, chews on my nose while I try to sleep. And uh, she's absolutely adorable. She is. Uh, she will soon be available for adoption. And uh, we're, she's part of a uh, contest at the Humane Society of North Myrtle Beach. Um, where if you vote for her as the, was it cutest dog, favorite dog? What is it they're voting for? Is that? 
vote for her as I, the dog you like the most of all the other dogs. And uh, that money, you vote, and it's a dollar to vote. And uh, I didn't charge you to vote for me uh, for talking, but I should have. Um, if you pay a dollar, um, you can vote for Paisley, and all of the money goes to the Humane Society of North Myrtle Beach. It is just to the Humane Society. I know there's some scandal over the national organization. All of this money goes directly to the actual shelter itself. And uh, so I will put the show notes to that because I don't have the link to that. But vote, vote, vote. And give up your dollar dollars. See, I don't get in the middle of domestic disputes. This is not, let me, this is, my friend is calling this a domestic dispute. Is that how you would characterize this? See, we neither, neither one of us talk. Um, I'm in my 12th hour at work. See, that's exactly. Let me see here. Sup? Michael Turks. Michael will tell you that he voted illegally. Wait, did you vote? Michael, did you vote in the in the voting in the uh poll about me and my wife? Cuz I don't remember now. If you did, shame on you. How long is this show? Exactly. Thank you. Who is that? Erica. Who was that one? It's Erica. Perfect. Thank you, Erica. I came down here to find out when he's finishing up. You didn't ask me. I did. When? When I walked in. Oh, I didn't hear you. Of course you didn't, because you're too busy talking. But I talk a lot. None of the comments. All of the comments. You're not getting... Sometimes there's a live glitch where you don't get all the comments, but they, there were many... There were hundreds of comments that agreed with me here. The question, how long is this show? It's, it's as long... Let me tell you how long this show is. It's not usually long because I don't really talk like that. Does anyone have any questions about, like, the world? Like the earth? Like the things that are happening? Or you want to ask me about my fish? I'll ask, I mean, I'll answer the question about the fish, but I just want to know what kind of, what are we doing here? Because I don't talk like this. Let me see what's going on here. I'm going to go back to the news. I'm going to pivot back, pivot back to the news. Will you be doing election night commentary? Uh, Probably. That would probably be a good thing. I think it would be good for people to hear my opinion on, uh, on the election. You know what my opinion is? I cannot wait for the election because someone's going to be mad and I'm going to be here. Oh, to collect the tears and and just and say, are are you upset? You seem upset that your person didn't win. How terrible for you! Talk to me about how upset you are. That's what I'll do. That will be my. You don't know what's going on in the world. You didn't watch the news. You were too busy fleeing. Exactly. That's why I'm asking you to, to talk to me about the world because I don't know. I have been busy not dying of MS or a hurricane. That is a comorbidity. Is what they call that. I was suffering from two different ailments. MS, which is a autoimmune neurodegenerative disorder, and a hurricane. The synthesis of those two, the synergizing of those two into... I mean, it's a, it's a miracle that I'm here. Miracle. It is a Yom Kippur miracle for me to ring in the year 5779 alive and not waterlogged or MS'd to death. That is a miracle of both modern science and the triumph of my will to live. My sheer masculine will to not die. You know, I heard that hurricane was coming and I said, I'm too masculine to die. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, what are your opinions on intellectual property? Oh my. 
muddied waters of freedom. Thank you for asking me my opinion of intellectual property. So, I'm on the fence with this. I do think that people who, if I've made something, if I've developed something, and and I you know put it out there, like say a book or a movie or whatever piece of art that I've drawn or whatever, and I put it out there, and then someone turns around and exactly copies it, you know, to a T, you know, every note of my song and sells it themselves for, you know, a penny less than I did. There's something wrong with that. And, uh, but the problem with intellectual property is that it allows you to make a monopoly on an idea, which is not a scarce resource. Ideas are not scarce resources. I can say, I can monopolize this house and say, this is my house. And it, these resources are scarce, and I've earned this house, and so I can have this house. Intellectual property is, I had an idea before anyone else. And that's a really tough one to uh, to argue that you have a moral right to monopolization of that idea. And, and what ends up happening is that you know any monopolization favors the people that are already in power. So for example, you have companies like Apple and Google who have entire divisions who do nothing but come up with ideas and immediately patent them. Not to do anything with them, but just to hold that patent so that if anyone else ever comes up with that idea, they can go, aha, this is our patent. Give us money. You know, pay us for the fact that, you know, we came up with this first. And that's... There's something wrong with that, too. So I, I don't know that there's a, a good answer to that. I don't have a man bun. It is a tough question, John. That's the, that's the thing. It's a tough, it's a tough question. And I, and I don't have a man bun. Look at this. Look, that's just my hair sticking up from this thing. I don't have a man bun. I have an incredibly masculine haircut. I, just today, I was driving down the road and, and uh, a very... Uh, Burly man in a pickup truck, uh, wearing plaid, who no doubt came back from the old, the old coal mine, took it upon himself to roll down his window and say, "You're a real man, Spike Cohen." Knew my name, and I say, "Hey, you know what? Don't point at me, schmuck." And uh, I'm a man. I'm a real man, and and and. It is my, you're right, it is my masculinity. I looked at that storm and I said, I'm too masculine to be killed by you, jerk. And uh, and I got out of there. And hybrids are, I save a lot of money on gas with a hybrid. So I don't, I, you know, you can get mad if you want. You can say what you want. But I'm too masculine to get dragged down with your with your stuff. I'm too stoic and, and masculine and I don't talk like that. The will to not die in sunny 93 degree days is steely crates. The, the raw... You know, our ancestors survived the plague and I think mammoths. I think some of them survived the mammoths, I believe. That timeline's correct there. They survived the woolly mammoth and they survived uh, cougars and war and famine. And they survived, well, mine did, the Holocaust. I don't know about yours. Um, I mean, I guess they survived something because you're here. Slavery, some survived. A lot of a lot of really tough things that people have survived. I survived this hurricane, and I did it with the sheer strength, the sheer primal, visceral, manly strength of will that I personally have, and no doubt others have it as well. I'm not saying that I'm the only person that has it, but I definitely have it. And it's why we're here. And I tell you more, but I don't really talk much about it. I don't talk a lot. I'm with you. It's sort of a case by case. But you know, that's the thing. And I think really, John, I think what it really comes down to with, with intellectual property or the idea of first source or whatever, um, you know, someone gave an example and I want to say it was the Hobbit or the, the Lord of the Rings trilogy that that was written prior to the whole concept of intellectual property and, you know, worldwide, uh, copyrights. I, I want to say it was Lord of the Rings. I, I, Paul Gordon talked to me about it. I, I forget exactly what the book was. Um, but the, 
Tolkien, maybe it was just Tolkien, maybe it wasn't the Lord of the Rings trilogy, but he wrote something and he wrote, um, and someone else wrote it too and, you know, passed it off as as theirs. And, and so he started sort of a, a, you know, a popular campaign to shame this guy uh, for, for, you know, writing the exact same thing he did and passing it off as his. So I, I have to think that, that, that the, 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 the true libertarian ideal for how to deal with something like that would be shaming campaigns. Um, because ultimately... You can make whatever law you want. Look at what's happening in China. They're they're mass producing stuff uh, that you know have patents on them, and what, and people are still buying it. Um, and so what happens is, you know, it's not me who has my little patent that gets protected. It's Apple who has you know sixteen thousand patents on stuff that you know the most vague ideas that they can possibly get passed by the patent office. It, it, all of these things, monopolization in any form, favors the politically connected. Um, so that's why I tend to bristle at that, that concept. Um, that's how I feel about that. And, um, so that's my feeling about intellectual property. I probably have more to say, but I don't really talk like that. I'm not a big, I'm not a big talker. Um, so we're already, we've gone an hour. I've done this for an hour. I have done this for an hour and... Let's see. Well, I covered everything I wanted to say. Vote for Paisley. Don't vote for me. I'm manly. I survived the storm. I don't talk a lot. And I answered all the questions that were presented to me in a timely and respectful way. And so for that reason... Assuming that there's no sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie. Let me tell Okay. I'm glad you brought this up, Lakeisha. And then I'll have to wrap it up. I think they're two completely different things. And it's like asking me apples or oranges. I like apples and I like oranges. I will say that if I had to choose one, it would be sweet potato pie, of course. But I think that they're two completely different things. And I think that, you know, one is a, one is a pie for one is a dinner pie and one is a dessert pie. I don't know if I'm, if that's a good way to say it, but they're just, it's like saying, you know, do you like cake or pie? Or do you like, you know, again, apples or oranges, you know, I like them both. I don't want to pick, but if I had to pick, I'd pick an orange. And if I had to pick, I'd pick sweet potato pie. That is my answer to that. And with that, Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining this very, very special episode of My Fellow Americans. And I'd like to invite you to tune in next week, where I will have hopefully found someone to talk with about something important. Because God knows, I personally don't talk a lot like that. And I thank you for joining me here. And I wish you a yum tov and a happy new year. Why are you laughing? I am Jewish. This is very important. I wish you a yum tov on this 5770. That's not funny. 5779. I would never laugh at Judaism. I love you all very much. Oh no, there's one more question. I didn't vote because I'm too manly. Exactly. Michael Turks is too manly to vote for something that... Oh, Sincocho or Matzabalsu? Really? We just... I just... I just... We just had this conversation. We just did this. This is what we're doing? Sancocho or Matzabalsu? I like Sancocho. I like Matzabalsu. If someone... Erica were to put it together and it would have to be gluten free because I don't eat gluten. I would eat the hell out of that. Sancocho matzo ball matzo ball sancocho. I would eat the hell out of that. Don't make me choose between sancocho or matzo ball soup. Yeah, it would have to be a vegetable base. Sancocho. No oil. And the, um, have to be gluten-free. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on this 
Why is this funny? This is what I do. This is my show. It's very important to me. Guys, thank you so much for joining me on this very special episode of my fellow Americans. Next week, I'm going to have someone on who, well, I don't want to spoil it for you, but he's amazing. He's a great, great, great person, and we are going to talk the hell out of stuff that's really important because that's that's what this show is purportedly about. And I strive to do it even though I don't really talk like that. So thank you again for joining my fellow Americans. I love each and every one of you individually and as a you know a collective. And I see you, I will see you next week. And God bless you. Have a great night.